When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Yannin's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hi. How's everyone doing? Good and yourself? I'm pretty good. Time for ENN. Ray Rowe. I would like to start off this ENN by saying good evening to Michael. Eric in Hopatcom. What's up, Eric? Hopatcom. Why we struggle? And to Michael and Don again. Don, are you ready? I uh, no, but go ahead. And to myself. I'm so hot too. I'm just keeping my mouth shut. And to myself. Chef, can we get more? Chef, chef, where are we gonna do? Chef, chef. <laughs> See, no matter how you feel about the show, The Bear, you can still appreciate that. Chef, can we get more? Chef, chef, where are we going to do? Chef, chef. Sometimes it's not the point. It's the passion behind the point. I, I think you. that's why it won, Mike. Uh, yeah, and, I don't know. No, it was a good point, too. But Don, if you'd watch the show, it's a good point. Good evening to myself again. You're serving sandwiches to a bunch of fat asses in Chicago. <laughs> why do I care this much? <laughs> good evening to uh, Sal Pal. Night loss on national television derail the Cowboys season. Yeah, and he can't turn the ball over, right, Dom? So, right. oh, it's just, it's subtle. It's not Chris Mullen bad. It's it, it's up there because I know Sal. Chris Mullen, he doesn't know me from right. Adam. He was actually trying to be a really nice guy, and he is a really nice guy. Now, what hurts more, Sal, Chris, or Bill Parcells? Well, Bill Parcells hurt just because he was calling me Michael. Yep. But I don't have a relationship. I thought I had a relationship uh, with Sal, and and we were we were hanging out. Right. It was me, Sal, and I don't know if you're familiar with the work of David. Um, what's that? How you say David it? Blow? No, the one from um, from Bones. Borianis. Oh, David Duchovny. No, no, David Boreanis. Yeah, Boreanaz. Yeah, because yeah. he used to come on NHL Live. The three of us were having a nice conversation. And that's where he's like, oh, I, I didn't know you were a Ranger guy. I thought you were a Net guy. So maybe I look at it and I realize that it was a one-sided relationship. I respected him, and I was just some cardboard cutout that he confused with another person. And the only person who did the right thing and apologized to you was Q-Tip, am I right? Yeah, that's because that's a good person. That's right. I'm, I'm leaning towards Sal being a bad guy. Now, let's... I didn't say he's a bad guy. Leaning. But leaning. I'm leaning. Um, you want to get into some foosball? We're going to get to the New York Jets in uh, a little while a little while here and some of the high expectations. But earlier we spoke about the Dallas Cowboys. And I told you, I promised you in fact, mm-hmm. that I would play you Jerry Jones talking about Dak Prescott's future with the Cowboys. 
We expect that to be with us a long time. And uh, yeah, we, we're always working to, around it with uh, se- several machinations of uh, numbers that uh, would work. Uh, it's a moving target because you don't know where you are on any given day for sure with a, with a salary that you want to uh, have on the books in the future. Is there I don't know way? what he said. Is there another way to say machinations? But I will. Why are you making it so tough? Whatever your line was. Here, here's the thing. Why do we struggle? <laughs> I will tell you this. You might disagree with me. I think it was a brilliant move by the Cowboys. You get a guy who was so coveted that a team gave up three first round draft picks to move up to get him. He was thought of highly before, I guess, the 49ers ruined him. What a great play. Well, for what? For a seventh round pick? It's no, a no-brainer. It, 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 there's two things at play here. It's a no-brainer, and it's a good move, but it doesn't necessarily show any confidence towards your quarterback that you gave a ton of money to. But, Don, your quarterback's isn't he 29? No, this kid's it, 22 it, years old. I, I get it, but it just shows you that I think there's a short lease on Dak and that they could be looking at a new coach and a new quarterback going into next year. There should be a short lease. He's not that impressive. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. But I'm just saying, in terms of it, it's sort of... It, what I'm trying to say is, it doesn't go with the fact that when you look at the Vegas odds, everyone seems to always believe this team is on the verge of a championship. Right. Meanwhile, well, that's because of the, the Vegas odds are set it's to get fans. people to bet. And it's a just lot of fans. Cowboy fans. And there's Cowboy fans believe. that go gaga over them. Now, more big news today is the word that Travis Kelsey may not be ready to go for the Chiefs opener on Thursday against the Lions. Here's Andy Reid. As far as injuries go, uh, Kels hyperextended his knee today, so uh, we'll just see how he does um, going forward. Uh, good day of practice. Look forward to this challenge of playing the Lions. they got a good football team, and our guys have had a good week of prep, and um, we're looking forward, like I said, to the challenge of playing uh, a good football team. So, for that time, yours. Is there any ideas to Kelsey's status? Or... No, no. They're just they're looking at it now, so I just, you know, just see how it goes. Why is Andy out of breath? What did, he say? did he run to the podium? Yeah. I don't want to big. I don't want to joke around about it, but if if just speaking is he's that out of breath? That's I don't want to speak out of school, but Andy Reid, when I said something earlier on the show, the bear, when I pictured the the clientele, you're serving sandwiches to a bunch of fat asses in Chicago. Why do I care this? I wasn't picturing Andy Reid, Don. You know what I was picturing? I was picturing George Went as the Bears fan on yeah. SNL. The Bears. I'm a big boy. <laughs> or he'd have, have to be resuscitated during the course of the right? They could pound the history. Because he had a heart attack. Now, Schefter reported about a half hour ago, after test today, Chiefs believe Travis Kelsey's ACL is intact per source. There's right. inflammation in his knee, and they will test it again Wednesday to determine his availability for Thursday night's game versus the Lions. So I guess there's still hope. It's not a torn it's ACL. Not at all. That's, I think he'll play. I think he'll play, but I think he'll be compromised. There's there's not a spotlight he doesn't walk into. Man loves the spotlight. Can you imagine though, if God forbid it had been a real ACL, you you immediately take out the Chiefs' as favorites if they lose Travis Kelsey, right? Mm-hmm. Probably. I think I still think they're a good team, but that's but is they, he yeah. has, is he as in is he as impactful? A non-quarterback on offense is there is in the NFL. Hmm. How do you like that take? How do you like that take? Hmm. He is such a big piece of what they do. 
That, by the way, he mm-hmm. he's who people are just assuming Darren Waller's going to be. Cooper Cup is pretty big. Jefferson in Minnesota. But I don't think I think I think Kelsey could be one. Go ahead, marinate on it. Think about it. Take your time. Stew it around. <laughs> just just don't do it during the bear. Chef, can we get more? Chef, chef, what are we going to do? Chef, chef. You continue to watch it, don't you? Well, I I promised everyone that I would because everyone says that season two is so good. And because I'm an open-minded person, even though I'm annoyed that everyone is forcing me to do this because I don't think season one's good, I'm open-minded and I will continue to try. And I will say episode seven of season one started to go in a better direction. Okay. But, but who has the time? That's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of. I'm just saying that's, that's a lot. lot of episodes. Like I've never out. told someone, "Hey, watch Game of Thrones. You'll need seven episodes." You know what you need in Game of Thrones? One. And then you're done. I know I would be. What uh-huh. do you mean? What? Flying dragon. Stop. Because it has to be real. Because you you only Michael only watches like Ken Burns documentaries. So the no, only thing no, no, watching. no, no. No, it's no. fact. It has to be fact. <laughs> so do I go to IMDb, Game of Thrones, and go to like goofs? And like under goofs, it says dragons aren't real. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Michael. Michael's that guy. He has to watch. He, the only options Michael has is the Civil War, baseball, jazz. These are the only things he can watch. I can honestly say I don't know if I've watched a second of a Ken Burns uh, vehicle. You, you. I'm sure what? you watched the baseball one. Some of it. I didn't watch all of it. I don't really get a big kick out of a camera moving up and down on a still photo. I'm just not that big. You know big what? It. It's, a fair, it's a fair point by you. I mean, he's brilliant. I don't like his haircut, but he's brilliant. I like documentaries, though. You would. I think there's an insult to there, but I'm going to take it as a compliment. <laughs> no, you're an information gatherer. I, I know it was a shot that he took at Ken Burns. Not really into cameras going up and down on pictures. That's Wait, isn't that the whole thing? Not the whole thing, but they don't exactly have good footage from the Civil War. Uh, I get it, <laughs> but there's only, there's only so much you could work with. Baseball, baseball. There's more. Lavernius Coles. You guys remember? Of course. Who doesn't? Very yeah. familiar with his work. Uh, he was in Office Space, right, Don? He he was. He um he has some thoughts on the AFC East that Jets fans may not Tell love. Us. All of the things that they have to overcome. I mean, think about just the division alone. I mean, with New England, which is the arch nemesis, which nobody's ever paying attention to, they always have a chance as long as they got Bill Belichick. And then you have the Miami Dolphins, who I think actually is going to win the division. Um, I saw something the other day where they were actually picked third to win the division behind the Jets and Buffalo. And then, of course, everybody has Buffalo as a favorite, which I don't have Buffalo as a favorite. Because of one, Von Miller's coming off an injury. He he he's a the, the backbone of that defense over there, and is always great. And I, I just think the Dolphins have loaded up, and they're ready to surprise some people. Hmm. That's all so. Von Miller's coming off an injury. He's not injured. No, he's not d- no, no. He's not available yet, though. He'll be on okay. the top list. Um, that's from the 33rd Team Jets podcast, and so is this, Wayne Corbett, another Jets wide receiver uh, of, of yesteryear, talking about the ceiling for Aaron Rodgers and this team. I think the bar is very high. Um, obviously, the Johnsons brought him in because this is uh, what everybody's been chasing. You know, it was a Super Bowl victory that uh, has eluded us for over 50 years. You know, it's something I was chasing for 11 years. Uh, something the fans been waiting for. So the bar is very high, you know. And when he came in and said um, the Super Bowl trophy looks, 
you know, lonely uh, in the Jets complex. Uh, at that point, he said it's Super Bowl in Boston. Now, listen, I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. It'll be it'll be a bust if they don't win the Super Bowl when he's here. That's you know, he said it that high. I think that's fair. When he's here, if he's here three years and you don't win, I can be, I can understand. Well, no, no, you there's no point. world in which you brought in the greatest QB maybe of all time at a huge price tag to not win a Super Bowl. He he's not here to get them as far as Rex and Mark Sanchez did. That's not the point. Am I right or am I right, Mike? You're right. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We'll get back to the Jets because there's another hot take coming out of the Jets today that I know Michael had strong feelings on. Uh, guys, let's go back to the weekend and a monster college football story. And that would be Deion Sanders' coaching debut for the Colorado Buffaloes. Here is the play-by-play. This is the Colorado uh, Network. Colorado University of Colorado Radio Network play-by-play Mark Johnson the final call I think it's Colorado University whatever the final call as Colorado <laughs> upsets TCU yeah, how there's about, the kneel down how about this and that'll do it and in the Lone Star State there is no star that shines brighter than Dion Coach Prime Sanders he has shown the college football world that all of his predictions are on point as Colorado knocks off number 17 TCU in his debut as a head coach of the Buffaloes your final score here at Carter Stadium in Fort Worth 45-42 the Buffalo are 1-0 with the Nebraska Cornhuskers coming to town next week. And Coach Prime right now is smiling as well as all the players on that roster. How about that, Buff Nation? What did you think about that? Beautiful voice. Very beautiful voice, but it sounded like everything was very scripted, as if he had known that they were going to win the game by a lot of points. Maybe there's, in fact, on a college football script, much like the NFL script that everyone's currently talking about. I don't think it went that far, but I do think what happened was he had a good five to six minutes to prepare a nice monologue at the end of the game, knowing that they were a 20-point dog and that this would be played around the country so everyone would get a sense of what a great voice and the resonance in his throat to express how he felt about those buffaloes. That's unfair. I don't think that's even the case at all, Don. I simply think he's a man who's very poised and speaks very evenly and was very confident about what the result would be. I, I think that resonates just the way Carlin's, uh, you know, Piscataway one does. Remember that one, Don? Oh, yeah. Pandemonium and Piscataway? I listened to the majority, if not all, of the Rutgers Northwestern. Are you talking about and you loved it, didn't you? Chris, you talking about Chris Carlin and Eric LeGrand? That's right. On the call? On the call. How was All right, so, so look, can I stop you for a second, sure, Peter? Sure, sure. We wonder how he has time for Better Call Saul. Oh, my God. We wonder how he has time for Curtis Armstrong's biography, yeah. autobiography. Now he's, he's investing three hours in a Rutgers radio broadcast. How's that possible? What, was I, what, what is this, 1947? Was I huddled around the living room? But no, how do you have three it, hours? To, no, you, don't I, have any, you don't care about Rutgers. I, you only but, care about Carlin. We were in the pool. And I was like, well, you know. Oh, gonna, my goodness I'm gracious. Gonna, so I'm going to listen to some Rutgers. He's a I've freak. Got, do you I, realize he's a freak, I, Peter? I, I yeah. bring the Alexa oh, out. 
all right? And I say, Alexa, play Rutgers football on Sirius XM. Bang, there it is. I go swim in the pool, watch the kids swim, have a great time on a beautiful day, and it's in the background. And then I flip on to the Mets and the Yankees and follow everything. But Rutgers, they were playing on Sunday. The Yankees were the Sunday night game. I, 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 I want to be you in the worst but way. But I don't, Peter, what, it wasn't like I was, that, no, that was all I was doing. It was in the background. What am I supposed to do? It's 90 degrees outside. I got Play music. Kids. Play music. Play some Jimmy Buffett. Now, you would you would think you might throw on some tunes, not just the sweet, soothing sounds of Christopher Carlin. I but did a little bit of that, too. We had the 80s countdown. It was 1984. Ooh, nice. Well, Van Halen in there? And in, in the... <laughs> And the, uh, the nobody seven, lives like this, man. Nobody. On seven, it was uh, nineteen seventy-eight. So I was listening to guy. I, I, I'm Some Queen, perhaps. Wow. Mm. Um, a lot of lot of the the uh, Grease soundtrack. A lot of Grease in seventy-eight. Sure, though. sure. Deion Sanders after the big, <laughs> Dion after the big win, dealing with the uh, media. What's up, boss? You believe now? You you hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh no, do you believe now? Huh? Oh, no, no, no. I read through that bull junk you wrote. I, I read through that. I sifted through all that. Yeah. Oh, no. Come on. Do you believe? You don't believe. You just answered it. You don't believe. Next question. We're not vindictive like that. I just like them to know that I know that you really ain't with me. You really ain't with us. You really don't believe. You really don't want to see me win. You don't want to see me in victory or at peace and have joy. I know you don't want to see that, but I love you. It ain't nothing different. Why would I expect something different? It was like that when I played, right? So I'm just, I'm playing another game. I'm just out, off the field. I'm not on the field now, but I can affect what's on the field. And I'm thankful for that. I really am. You know what? He's wrong. First of all, journalists are not supposed to be in or believe. I, 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 I know. I, I, I mean, what's he talking about? There was a really interesting um, set of tweets by Jeff Perlman over the weekend yeah. on this subject that where, like, journalism is out the window. Like, you see people that are covering Colorado football, and they're fans. And that's the way it works in a lot of these markets, and it works in college. And to disagree with Sal Pal. I don't know if that would fly in the NFL. Now, I think he, he if he deserves the opportunity, maybe that's where Jerry decides to go if Dallas lets go of their coach. But do you think that would really fly in the NFL in certain markets? That, in certain markets, it would. Yeah, yeah it, it would be would. fine in Cleveland. But like places where they just are desperate for the team to win. But, like, but I mean, it, he, first of all, it was such a golden moment for him. And then to, to, to besmirch himself by doing that. No, Who cares he, if no, people are on your side? No, but here, here's the part. You, you cannot separate that stuff from the moment that's what he that's how he motivates his players that is it it is that we are i've seen it with a lot of people it's dj khaled's entire mantra and how he became a multi-millionaire they don't want me to win and no one wants that's a thing people do some of it's based in truth but some of it's just fantasy to hype yourself up i know but i hear what you're saying it's not true listen it's a it's a great thing in football it gets used all the time but you keep beating that drum in the nfl it's gonna get old and the interesting thing is, it's an unbelievable story. He has 89 new players. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's and a for him story. to, I, I mean, TCU's not the same team that was in the college football playoffs last year. They lost a lot of people, but they're still highly regarded, and he beat them in TCU. That's enough, well, man. You can hang on the rim just on the win. 20-point underdog is a 20-point underdog, and, and so certainly he deserves to be able to hang Did, did you watch any of the game, Don? I know no, you have like 29 hours in a day. I, I did, because I was in a hotel room in Houston. It was 160. Six degrees. They concentrated more on Deion Sanders than they did the game. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, I, mean, he, I kept looking at the TV and go, I wonder who the coach of Colorado is. I mean, Fox Saturday is going to be Colorado Saturday. 
So next week, they, 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 this this coming Saturday, they have Colorado, Nebraska because Dion sells. That's all. Coach Prime. No, Coach Prime. No, Coach. His level of branding, guys. I got to tell you, have you guys? You've interviewed him before. Have we had him on the show before? I don't know. Yeah, yes, we had him at the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a terrific guy. No, he's a good guy. No, not only that. He, I I don't know if you guys remember this. I auditioned for a TV show many years ago, and Dion was part of the audition. He was auditioning for the same show. Oh really? The second we did a, a little test segment together, I said if they're if they're only choosing one male for the show, I I lost. I'm out. I'm a hack. The the man's level of charisma when he's in a room, it, it not. I mean. It's very. This is going to be. You're right, Michael. It's going to be every Saturday on Fox. He's going to own the whole thing. It's going to be fascinating to watch. If they go on a run, man, this will be super duper epic. I've I've told you that Don Mattingly, right, says Deion Sanders' favorite teammate ever, ever. People love. He's so charming, man. Now on the other side of things, Clemson was upset by Duke. Normally, I wouldn't celebrate Duke, but when you hear Dabo lose, <laughs> you he, just don't know who to root against. Yeah, and let's let's hear from Dabo after the loss to the Dukies. I've never been a part of a game like that, ever. And been here at Clemson a long time. Since I've been the head coach, we were 58-0 when we rushed for 200 and passed for 200. Uh, that's usually a pretty good indicator. And I think in Clemson history, we were 108-0. Never lost, ever. You know, but you got to finish. you got to finish. And obviously, we did not do that. So many opportunities. And, you know, on the one-yard line a couple of times. And one for four in the red zone. You know, the, obviously, the turnovers, three turnovers. A couple of low-block kicks that really didn't even give them a chance. But twice, first and goal from the one, and we get no points. It's really, really disappointing. Oh, you hate to hear it. Well, well too bad. Besides dogs. Rutgers, yeah. the one uh, other game that I consumed was the Florida State LSU. It was all a shame to see LSU get out. Yeah, I hate like to see Brian Kelly to nothing in the second half. They got, they, that's a lot that of That was a 17-14 game, LSU at the half. Yeah. And LSU scored like a meaningless touchdown at the end. It was like, it was like 45-24. Yeah. Yeah, it's it was they an interesting it. weekend. You know, you, you know, college football is putrid to me, but that was an interesting weekend. Uh, now, let, we talked about this earlier, but we didn't really go into detail, guys. Here is DJ Reed talking about just how good this New York Jets defense could be. I think we could be historical, not just the best defense in the league, but I think we could have an historical defense like the 85-86 Bears, like the LOB in 2013. I think we could be that dominant if we put all the things together and we just focus on the now and we're deliberate and everyone plays up to their potential. I think the sky's the limit for I'm not going to kill the guy, but I mean, get real, DJ. Doesn't have to be that great. I mean, I mean, they're going to be a good defense, and I, I you, you aspire to be the Bears. Everybody aspires to be that Bears team, but oh, okay. But it's kind of it's kind of too much. Well, I think you know, Bart said it best earlier today. Bart didn't like it. He's like, we don't need to give any kind of fodder to the opposition. And can we be the best defense in 2023 first? Before we start talking about right. history, they were the fifth best defense last year. Sal's got them as a top three defense this year, and I think they can be. But, you know, you start talking about the 85 Bears, that's that's asking a lot, man. Uh, Greeny not in love with the uh, Jets hype machine either. That gives me some cause for concern that the mentality in that room is not right. That they're thinking about things they shouldn't be thinking about. Mm. So I want Rodgers and I want C.J. Mosley, who is an unquestioned leader, I think, on that defense, to be taking control of this situation. I don't think that's something you get from coaches. I think it's something you get from players. Oh, come on. I mean, that's a little bit. The guy thinks his, his defense is great. That's why I'm not going to jump him. I mean, that's that's being a little too serious, but it, Greeny. It, but it is the first time. Give the Jets credit. They have not been a hype machine themselves. There's been hype around them. 
but nobody's really said anything too bold. They've all kept it a very even keel, close to the vest. And then now, as we're getting close to the season opener, you're giving some fodder out there. And you just don't mm. need it. But I, I wouldn't overreact to it. it. But it is something you don't like to hear. Now, also, guys, uh, in closing, congratulations going out to Coco Goff. She's made her yeah. first ever U.S. Open semifinal. A lot of Americans still in action. If you've been looking for a U.S. Open to watch to see Americans mm-hmm. play, this is the year. On both oh, sides, right? That's right. Francis Tiafo mm-hmm. tonight at 830. Um, Djokovic advanced earlier in straight sets. That'll do it for ENN on this Tuesday evening. Thank you. Also, great luck uh, in your future to Chris Mortensen, ending his run at ESPN. Yes. Wow, more time with his family. So Mort's a good guy. He's great at what he he kind of was the forerunner to uh, Adam Schefter, and they worked together these last couple of years. So he announced today that at the end of the draft this year, the 33rd draft he did, that he decided he was going to retire. So have a great retirement and enjoy life, Chris. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.